Good morning, London. I want to welcome everybody to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., only here on AM 980, MedPoint Health Halfover. Myself, ha- half hour? I don't half know what over. you just said, Ron. Is this show half, half over? over or half on? Turnover. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Sitting across from me, Peter Martone. Good morning, Ron. Pete, it's always great to see you in the morning. Mm-hmm. So early. Quite early. No, it's actually, I, I'm an early Christmas riser. party. It was good last night. Yes, that was fun. want to shout out to my boss, Alex Hannum, for hosting such a wonderful evening. Yeah, I, I had really lots of fun last night. Yeah. I watched this movie and it was Office Christmas Party. I, wa- I really want to see that. I haven't seen it yet. The, our Christmas party was nothing like that. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll just say that right now. Um, but it was fun. Uh, no, Nobody was uh, lit on fire. Uh, nobody, you know, is throwing trees. Don't give the around. movie away. No, I'm not really. Okay. I'm not. Joining us for her first radio program is Rebecca Vukan. Hello. Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, you're our dietitian at MedPoint. That's so correct. You uh, tell us what to eat and, and what to do and how to shop and all, all that kind of stuff. Yep, food boss. Tell us how we can get a hold of you. How? Uh, tell us about the website. Yeah, well, we've recently relaunched uh, LondonDietitians.ca, the new website. Uh, so it's part of MedPoint. And I've just been, you know, slaving away, making it pretty, <laughs> good, um, making it appealing, and putting in photographs of my own. So check it out, and you know, give me some feedback, good or bad. I don't and you have mind. You a blog on there as well, right? That's correct. Yes. Cool. Yes. Yeah, and I've noticed a lot of activity on the Facebook page. So if you don't follow it already, MedPoint Dietitians, right? Yep. Um, and and you can go on that Facebook page and check out relevant articles, uh, perhaps. Over the holidays, you're not sure where to turn for advice. Just simple you can tips. Get cre- a credible source, right from MedPoint. Yep, right? and perhaps food jokes as well. Yes, the, <laughs> the odd food joke. Who doesn't like food jokes? You have one off the top of your head? Uh no. No. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll spare you the cheesiness. So that people <laughs> oh, there that's a good is. one. Redeemed me. Redeemed uh, <laughs> me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can jump on that website, londondietitians.ca, and you can check out, uh, the services that Rebecca offers. The one service that I would love to do is, um, the grocery store tour. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I had trouble saying this too last week. I, grocery I store tours. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Steward. Grocery, tour. grocery sewer tours? Sewer <laughs> tours. <laughs> anyway, is the grocery store tours that mm-hmm. you offer and you actually go with, uh, our clients you show them uh, through the supermarket and basically advise them on what's good and what's not. Exactly. It all starts there, right? That's where most uh, Canadians, especially Londoners, get our food, if if that, if not the farmer's market. But, Mm. you know, if we we don't buy it and we don't bring it home, then our chances of eating those foods are are decreased or what we bring home if it's healthy or more likely to eat it. So, you know, I like to talk with people before we go in and make sure I plan the tour accordingly. Kind of a pep to, talk? <laughs> well, I want to get an idea of what they want to get out of it and maybe yeah. what their goals are um, and then basically plan my tour around that. So each one will be a little bit different because I want to make sure it's tailored to the individual's interest and not just uh, show them my favorite foods because mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> everyone's different, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. Lots well, of fun. I've had uh, feedback from a client of mine who went to the grocery store on a tour with Rebecca and absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I think he brought his whole family with him, which is even better because if your family is more involved, then you're more likely board, yeah. to stay on track at home. 100%. Um, yeah, but great feedback. He loved the whole experience and he learned a lot. So Yeah. It, I think it's an awesome opportunity. And especially now uh, at the end of the year, 
with benefits lapsing and, and people more conscious of, of what they're going to be eating, consuming at holiday parties and stuff, uh, you know, you can get in, see Rebecca. She can do an assessment with you. She can uh, kind of troubleshoot what's, what's happening uh, at home currently, uh, what you're eating, what you're, you know, if you're eating what you should be, if you're eating things that you shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and uh, advise you on that. What's one of the biggest things that you find people do over the holiday season, Rebecca, that causes them to just overindulge? I think a big one that, you know, it's not even just holiday season, but especially around the holidays is you see a lot of people talking and also thinking in very black and white scenarios. So, you know, oh, I had a, you know, I've got a dinner coming up. So the day or the week is all off. It's all ruined. And we, right. we give ourselves permission to have a free for all. But in the back of our mind, we've decided already January, I'm going to be perfect. So we've given ourselves this permission to overindulge and perhaps even eat more than we truly want to. Um, We're no longer eating to enjoy. We're eating because it's our last opportunity before January 1st. So um, one of the things I really work with my clients is trying to step away from that black and white thinking and try to repair and get a really good relationship with food. You know, eating well is important, absolutely, but there has to be room for those favorite foods you have. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, those changes you make won't last. They just won't stick. What was that? We were talking a few weeks about the European lifestyle and how they spend much more time than we do preparing their food, cooking, and eating. Yep, and they spend almost twice as much of their uh, of their budget on food compared mm-hmm. to um, Westerners. So it's it's funny. I definitely observe that. Um, you know, food's the first thing on the budget to be slashed, or if we right. run out of time in our workday, we we cut out lunch. So yeah, it's it's uh, it. Would be it's nice shame, to be more right? European. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way of living is absolutely, Rebecca. I love the European lifestyle. I love the enjoyment of the cooking, and I think that we need more of that over here uh, in Canada and in uh, certainly in the states where it's just fast food everywhere. But um, you know, touching on that and just the enjoyment of cooking and the process of it—that is a really cool thing because. Um, you know, over the holidays, we all think, oh, we have to get the turkey ready. Oh, this is going to be such a chore to have everybody in. It's going to be a mess. And it's a stressful thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, like, what well, do you do with your family well, for the holidays? Well, we, we all gather at my aunt's house and we have a huge meal. And it, I, my mother and her sisters are in the kitchen all day. And you can tell that they're like, we're stressed about this, stressed about that. And it, it's an environment that like... I almost want to stay out. Right. I'll try to help as much as I can. But I mean, the outcome's amazing. So, you know, if you put the time in, you set the time out and you plan accordingly, you're going to have an amazing meal after it. You're going to enjoy that experience and really like almost experience your foods more than just kind of just eat it and move on to the next mm. thing. Exactly. One of the things that um, uh, I like to also remind clients as well is, you know, that, that making of the food uh, just represents food as love. Food is so much more than just nutrition. And that's one of the things that Western culture, we associate and uh, food so much more with just straight up nutrition. We don't really see it as food anymore. And, and Europeans, they just love food. Um, in our culture, we seem to love mm. nutrition. But you really lose that, that food piece, whereas food represents family. True. Rebecca, real quick, before we cut to commercial break, if there's one food that you could stay away from this holiday season, what would it be? And I know that you don't like being negative Mm -hmm. or restrictive (laughs) or anything like that, but let's say uh, food that perhaps carries more calories than people are aware of. I think perhaps one thing to just be mindful of is um, 
whenever we're at a party where there's lots of appetizers and we we sort of have a smaller plate and we tend to revisit that snack table, mm-hmm. that whole scenario is more challenging because we don't have evidence of what we've eaten beforehand. So right. we don't, we've counted how many plates we've, we've started with and appetizers can be a little bit more calorie dense. So okay. um, certainly could be a challenging situation. So the finger foods, mm-hmm. maybe stay away from those. Or, or just or, be mindful of it. Yeah. I know you use that word a lot in your, in your sessions. It's being mindful of what you're eating. Be aware of if you've taken two or three of these things and say, okay, I think I've had enough of those and yeah. move on to something else. Or I've had enough already, so I, I, I should just stop. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back after the break, we're going to be talking more dietitian stuff here with uh, Rebecca, MedPoint's own dietitian. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the program every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. We're here, MedPoint crew. Myself, Ron Young, joined alongside Peter Martone and MedPoint's dietitian, Rebecca Vukan. Is it Vukan? Vukan. Vukan. Yes, Vukan. Yukon Vukan. Yukon Vukan. <laughs> Jeez, I just always call you Rebecca, so I never have to really introduce you to London. It's a challenging last name. Well, it's, you know, I've, the only I've Vukan seen worse. in London, though, so I'm happy. Is it? Oh, yes, oh, yes. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Learning more every day. I bet um, you're not the only young, Ron. No, I know that there's actually lots of youngs. And there's lots of olds, too. So, the dad joke. Sorry, <laughs> Anyways, we're having fun here this morning. I want to thank everybody for joining us, of course. Uh, we have the health half hour here. And uh, when we left for commercial break, we were talking about some strategies over the holidays with your with your eating, especially when it comes to going to parties or, or um, dinners. Um, Rebecca, just one more little thing here, because uh, really planning and strategizing what you're going to intake uh, is going to be key to success. And the whole idea of starting the New Year's resolution is kind of like, why wait until that date? Mm -hmm. Because if you fail partway through January, then you're just waiting until the next January. Definitely. start now. Absolutely. Where do you think people should like, what's a good starting point for people who want to eat better, who want to be more aware of, of stuff like this. You get a lot of these people that come into your office every day. Yeah. And and kind of, I know everybody has different goals, everybody has different starting points, but what's what's kind of uh, one piece of advice that you could give people uh, today that would sure, help Sure, there's certainly trends. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be lying if I said that most people don't get enough veggies. Okay. Um, I know it's a, a message you've heard over and over. You've heard it from your grandma, your mom. Um, but most people, we just don't get enough veggies. Um, not only are they naturally very high in fiber, you know, healthy for your colon, keeps you feeling full, um, very naturally low in calories as well, um, but packed with antioxidants. Mm. Um, so making sure you get half your plate full of veg, at least for lunch and dinner, is just a simple, um, straightforward way without being too obsessed with portions mm-hmm. and calorie counting. Right. It's an easy way to sort of just insert that into your your um, daily eating habits. Well, cool. what about, what is your thoughts on drinking your vegetables? You know, you were saying that one of the big first things you said was fiber. Now you're losing that fiber when if you, if you just buy the, like the juice boxes that have like two servings of vegetables or whatever yeah. in it. So what, what's, your, what's your take on that? So like juicing or like purchasing juice? Yeah, with just so you know how you can do like the carrot and strawberry juices. You know, like, oh, I get a serving of vegetables in this. or People think serving. they're doing a good thing. Yeah, exactly. But what are you losing? You're definitely losing some fiber. It's a lot easier to overconsume carbohydrate because usually when they have that fruit veggie mix, you're still getting a little bit of extra carb from the fruit. And it's much easier to, you know, sit down to, you know, even two glasses of that and you're quickly 
having something that would have equivalented to maybe four servings of fruit. You would mm-hmm. you sit down to four apples in a row? Maybe yeah. not. So. Yeah, it's like the orange juice. You know when they show that commercial with how many oranges are in the yeah. thing? You have yeah. a, like a full glass of oranges. You're eating like eight oranges. Absolutely. Like, who yeah. needs eight oranges in a seating? And if you think about it as well, you know, you're losing the fiber, but whole solid foods are more satisfying uh, for, for your appetite than, mm-hmm. than a liquid is. So, right. you know, the, the, uh, the scale kind of goes from solid foods to sort of semi-solids like puddings, perhaps smoothies, um, to liquids are the least satiating foods. So Yeah. Well, well uh, uh, that helps. That helps. Touching definitely. on that, I mean, because there is lots of sugars in some of those juices and stuff like that. Um, food industry. Rebecca, this is a hot story right now. Canada food labels won't list added sugar yeah b- big disappointment for for yeah. us dietitians we are we're sad to see that we were really rooting for that to be one of the uh the new ch- changes uh, on nutrition labels and so unfortunately that's that's not a change we're going to be seeing mm. um they are using present daily value which is something that's new however the the um the amounts that they're basing that off of is about 100 grams of added sugar per day which is more than double what we would recommend for oh, most canadians wow. so Usually what I say when I counsel is you don't want any more than 10% of your daily calories coming from added sugar. So for most Canadians, that sits somewhere between 40 to 60 grams of added sugar, depending on how many calories you need. So that 100 grams of sugar per day is kind of misleading when you see that percent daily yeah. value because it, it's certainly higher than I would like to, to see for, mm-hmm. for most Canadians. So give us like, I'm just going to tell the folks of London here and surrounding area, um, you know, you think you know about your food. You think you know about what you're eating. But until you sit in a room with Rebecca, like <laughs> to have somebody so passionate and so informed on on uh, the latest research and, and everything that has to do with food, you realize how little you probably know. And Rebecca, it's been a joy to have you on the team. Um, and I just encourage everybody to, to call uh, 519-432-1919 or you can visit the website, londondietitians.ca. Um, Rebecca, like where do we go from here? Because when you look at added sugars, how does, you know, how does even the country go about relabeling stuff? And it must be just a gigantic process. So what's your question? Just like, <laughs> just how do we get the ball rolling on well, it? I, well, I... I was well, we were talking about this I think in a couple of shows ago about the the labels and how it was like a a five year process or even right. more because they're, yeah, they're, they're mimicking that. something in Europe. But why does it take that long for that process to happen? Why does it take five to ten years to change something on a food label when you just print something different, like the uh, regulations and things mm. like that? But I mean, if it's going to make us a healthier country and fight the epidemic of obesity, di- diabetes, and things like that. Why can't it be, like, fast-tracked? Why can't it be yeah. more important? Yeah, yeah, it's a shame, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't have it the just, answers, but I guess it takes it takes time for each industry to, to, you know, change their labeling. Usually the government gives them a couple of years to make those changes. So even though the updates have been made recently, most companies will have a couple of years to make those changes. Most will probably do so rather quickly um, because that's what Canadians will be looking for, those mm-hmm. updated labels, but... Um, yeah, it just it takes time, I suppose. Yeah, they finally just got around to updating the food guide, which was well overdue. It was like, how old is that thing? Like 10 years, More 15? Than, like a, quite long, quite yeah. old, excuse me. <laughs> By the time it's updated, they're going to have to update it again. <laughs> I you know. know like, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, the food guide has certainly had some bad rap over the last couple of years. I know that people love to bash it. 
um, you know, it's a guide, right? It's not the be-all, end-all. Yeah. And for some people, it is an appropriate tool to, you know, if you just need some simple, straightforward messages, but for those who are really engaged and want to learn about their nutrition, want to learn more about their specific needs, there's there's so many other tools that I, I do like to pull on. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. And, and like I said, having a professional like uh, Rebecca, who knows everything about food, um, you know, if you do have a complex uh, history, uh, you know, maybe you're battling... Uh, celiac or, or um, whatever it may be, you deal with complex issues, um, you, you know, come down and see Rebecca, you know, we'll give you a tour of MedPoint. Maybe you can join one of our fitness programs and, mm-hmm. and have her services uh, bundled in that as well. So over the holidays, we have to make sure that we're thinking of our health and certainly not neglecting it, putting it off until that January 1st uh, New Year's resolu- resolution to, to start. Why, wait, why not get a head start on that? Yeah, resolution. I always like that saying, Pete. It was in the Byron Gym the one time. It said, "Last week you said this was your week," and that was uh, that was. Pretty, yeah, it's exactly that. It's what people do all the time. You know, even if it's like it's like a it's a Wednesday or something like that, and you're like, ah, "I got to start on Monday." Yeah. You know why? You have five yeah. days. You can get so much for for more more ahead. And yeah. get the get the family on board, like you were saying with the grocery store tours. Um, having the fa- the family supporting you, having your spouse support you, the person that you're living with, uh, kids, you know, it starts at a young age. We need to drill it into them, into them uh, young and. And no matter what your you, you're the changes you want to make, you know, remember per- perfection isn't always you know what the starting goal should be. Good mm-hmm. and done is better than perfect and none. Very That's a good. good one. Yeah, we should just send the show right there. <laughs> uh, we do have to wrap up the show, unfortunately. And you did a blog post on that, which is on LondonDietitians.ca. Please do not spell dietitians with a C. <laughs> uh, it's it's with T's. Okay. Um, anyways, that does it for this show. Uh, Peter, Rebecca, I want to thank you guys for being on here. My pleasure, Ron. And, Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, I hope you guys have a great, well, what's left of the weekend, and uh, we'll have another great show next week. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, if you have any questions, you can always call or email us, uh, and we'd love to we'd love to hear from you. Take care.